Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. You found the most positive place on the internet. Thanks for listening to unityonlineradio.org. Get in tune with the sun, moon, and stars. This is Astrology with Yasmin. Hello, everybody. It's Yasmin Boland here coming to you live, almost alive, and very direct from London, England where I am sitting in a darkened room. I can't tell you what the weather's like outside, but I can tell you we had an amazing weekend here in England. We had blue skies and sunshine, and I went away with my husband and son to the friend's house, and we had a big party. It was about, I don't know, 10 of us, and I'm not going to lie, tequila was involved at one point. And I am no spring chicken. I hardly ever drink. <laughs> and when I drink, oh, my God, I mean, I don't. I barely drink and then I drink and I have tequila. So, you know, you can imagine how I'm feeling, but it was really fun, um, you know. And honestly, we felt kind of back to normal after all the, you know, upsets of the past few years. Um, obviously now we're all dealing with this, terrible invasion situation in Iraq, uh, Iraq, I'm not talking about, <laughs> in Ukraine, and uh, I suppose I'm not myself, um, in Ukraine, and uh, and we did talk about that a bit, but, you know, it's like we've actually gone beyond, um, gone beyond what we've all been through uh, with the coronavirus, at least here in England, it seems to be pretty much over. So how are you? How are you? How are you feeling? Are you feeling like we've turned the corner? And, you know, what about this situation in Ukraine? I I didn't, I don't really want to talk about it in a way because I find it so upsetting that we finally turned the corner on the coronavirus and, uh, and now here we are with this situation. But, you know, I am going to just talk about the astrology of it quite briefly today in the show. Um, I'm also going to invite you to call in 816-251-3555, 816-251-3555. Um, if you'd like to call in and I can look at your chart, there's actually already three people on the line. <laughs> but that's okay. I'll, I'll do as many uh, people as I can, as many calls as I can. So let's just briefly talk about the situation in, uh, in Ukraine. So actually... Um, I kind of started a TikTok channel last week. You can probably find me on TikTok under Yasmin Boland. My uh, son kept saying, oh, mummy, do a TikTok channel. Not, not a voice like that, obviously, because he's got a very deep, broken voice. We're like, mother, you should do a TikTok channel. Um, and I finally started doing one. The first thing I did was I actually had a look at the astrology of what's going on right now um, in Ukraine uh, because obviously that's what, you know, 
nearly everybody's thinking about. And uh, what I said was that last week didn't look like the start of World War Three. Knock on wood. And, you know, we kind of didn't have the start of World War Three. thank God, touch wood. Um, and I said that last week we very, very much needed to redouble our diplomacy efforts because, for one thing, uh, Venus, which is the sign of uh, the planet associated with diplomacy, was actually quite in good shape last week. So, you know, we really needed to double down. And what I said is if all these leaders had, um, you know, had astrologers, they would have been told we have to do the diplomacy now. Uh, and I think they did do the diplomacy as much as they could, but then Mr. Putin decided that, no, come what may, he wants to uh, invade Ukraine. So um, what I wanted to say was this. For one thing, I think we all need to stay positive. We need to hold a vision of people in Ukraine being happy and celebrating and maybe Zelensky, who's the leader over there, you know, holding a Ukraine flag aloft and, um, you know, having a, a happy and peaceful outcome. They are in talks right now, I believe, like literally right now as we speak. Uh, they're in peace talks, which, you know, it's not out of the question that things can still work out. Um, but I will just say for the, you know, for the integrity of astrology that uh, there is a very difficult astrological link coming up in a couple of days. Uh, let me tell you exactly when. It's, um, it's on March the 3rd, but we'll probably fill up more on the 2nd. So it's only a couple of days from now. And it's the Mars-Pluto conjunction. And, um, it's you know, when I went to see, okay, what's going on in the skies? Because overall we are better. Overall we've turned a corner. Let me just talk about that for a minute because I said something about, you know, um, we've turned a corner and and I, someone on Facebook was saying, oh, I don't feel, you know, I don't feel that we've turned a corner. I'm like, actually, if we think about what's just how the world is now compared to a year ago, you know, this time a year ago, hundreds of thousands of people were dying of coronavirus. Uh, families were separated. Um, children couldn't socialise. Hospitals were overloaded. Um, some people were isolated and extremely lonely. Um, you know, so, I mean, the list goes on of where we were a year ago compared to now, and there is no doubt that things are better now. And, and then also another thing to consider as we try and, like, you know, work out what's going on in the stars is this, and I also said this as well on this Facebook thread. Um, you know, just say, please, God touch wood, the situation in Ukraine is resolved today, maybe. You never know, you know, like the fact that they're actually talking is is pretty something. If they can just appease Putin and, you know, make him feel like he's got a win, I think maybe he doesn't really want to blow the whole world up. Um, the last thing you want to do is push him into a situation where he doesn't want to lose. He has quite an interesting astrology chart, which if this whole thing doesn't go away by this time next week, maybe we'll look at his chart. Um, but, you know, the other thing to be aware of as well is that the world is still in trouble. Humans as a race, you know, the human race is still in trouble. There are still other wars going on. You know, someone, someone said to me, you know, what about it's not like just here. It's like it's not just here not just in Ukraine, there's, you know, somebody mentioned Afghanistan, Somalia, 
you know, there is still human trafficking going on. There are still people starving on this planet, you know. It's not like, oh, oh, gosh, I thought everything was going to be great this year and now this thing's happened in Ukraine and now everything's not great. It's like, well, no, it's not great. But, you know, we are getting there. Like I just said, we are much better off than we were a year ago. But, of course, even if the whole situation in, in the invasion stops in Ukraine, the world is not perfect. And as humans, you know, I believe we're here to evolve and we're going to have to keep evolving. So regarding the Ukraine situation, the Mars-Pluto link, which we're actually going to feel really, so today we're really going to feel it tomorrow. Like tomorrow is kind of make or break because um, the Mars-Pluto alignment is taking place at 8 a.m. on Wednesday. So, uh, you know, and we feel these things in the lead up. So please, God, fingers crossed, um, somehow it's going to be resolved and uh, tomorrow um, and rather than escalate it because it's not an easy thing, this Mars-Pluto conjunction tomorrow. Um, but hopefully it's going to be some kind of big event that's going to help us revolve, resolve this situation. Um, and we do then have uh, the sun conjoining Jupiter later in the week, which is really positive. Now, I mean, again, sun-Jupiter, it happens, you know, well, this particular link happens once a year, and it is quite powerful. Is it enough to, you know, if is it enough to put an end to the situation in uh, Ukraine? I'm not sure. Um but I just want everyone to stay focused on what is good, the good news that is happening in the world, and also to be aware of the fact that, you know, we still have a long way to go as humans anyway. And just because we're no longer stuck at home with children missing school and, you know, remembering coronavirus, people were losing their lives. You know, they were dying. I know multiple people who passed away either of or with coronavirus, you know, older people, um, including my uncle. And um, we've got through that as a, as a human race, you know, and maybe there's some good to come out of this. Maybe, you know, the, the peace movement that's coming out of this is something. Maybe the earth, the planet is pulling together. Maybe that's something, you know, and we are moving in the right direction. So we have to stay positive. Now, why is it so important to stay positive in the face of, you know, this, these I mean, it kind of is an atrocity. You know, we're just watching it happen in real time on the internet and and so on. Um, you know, and if we were looking at this 50 years from now in history, we'd think, what the heck? Like this guy, he just invaded Ukraine and started killing people and then the Ukraine people, Ukrainians started fighting back. It's just really important that as if you're listening to this or watching this, I hate to tell you, but chances are you're a light worker. <laughs> I hate to be the one. No, I don't hate to tell you at all. I'm happy to tell you. And I'm happy to be the one to tell you. You're probably a light worker. And it's really important as a light worker that you process your feelings on a really regular basis, that you feel all your feelings, you experience all your experiences. There's no spiritual bypassing here, okay? I'm not saying that. However, it's also really important not to give in to fear and, 
to focus on what is good. So one really practical way to do this is, you know, don't sit on your phone scrolling through stories about the terrible things going on in the world. Just don't. We have to, it's almost like there's light and dark forces at play at a time like this, especially because of what's going on in Ukraine and in, especially because the whole world has become involved. I mean, I remember when um, Putin invaded or annexed Crimea, which was a couple of years ago now, and I don't feel it was such a big thing. I don't feel it was such uh, a thing where even people who don't usually listen to the news or who don't really get involved politically, of course it was a big thing, you know, on the world stage and, and um, you know, but I don't feel like every man and his dog on the planet or every woman and her cat on the planet was paying attention like we're paying attention to what's going on right now. And, you know, it's really important that the light workers here hold the light. We have to hold the light. You know, and and also that we step up and uh, and we lead. You know, so if you find your children, for example, doom scrolling on their phone, you know, gently take them off it, gently take their attention away, gently redirect their attention to something else. Same if it's your friend or your spouse. You know, do what you can to help people to focus on something better. And if it's you that's doom scrolling, tell yourself, no, you know what, I'm, I'm going to allow myself five minutes in the morning or five minutes in the evening and then I'm also going to do a 10-minute meditation and I'm going to visualise, you know, a beautiful peace symbol over the planet or the planet, uh, you know, with music swirling around it or the Ukrainians dancing a happy dance because the Russian troops are withdrawing. You know, and also the other thing to say in all this is whatever you do, don't hate. Try not to hate. And just remember that a lot of the um, young, mostly men, the young men um, who, are in, uh, who, are, who are in the Russian army who are doing all this, you know, a lot of them are conscripts. They don't necessarily even want to be there. There actually have been a lot of reports of um, Russian soldiers who've literally just dropped their weapons and dropped their uniforms, literally taken their uniforms off and gone and said, I don't want to do this, I don't want to be a part of this. And obviously they then get captured. Um, but they're going quietly and saying, I don't want to do this. And even, you know, there are many, many people in Russia itself, the only, you know, if you've done the doom scrolling, you've probably seen it, protesting what's going on and, uh, you know, at risk to their lives. Like you can't just get up and say what you think in, in all over the world. And I believe in Russia, you're taking your life in your hands by um, getting up there and saying no to the government. No, you can't do this. Not in my name. I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't, I don't want to, you know, this is not for me. And, you know, we've probably, you've probably seen the reports where, um, you know, the police, the Russian police are manhandling these protesters. It's a small movement, apparently. Uh, it's a small movement because it's a dangerous thing to do. So, you know, we mustn't hate um, anybody, you know. We mustn't be um, saying 
to the Russians, you know, we hate you uh, or, you know, you're bad or whatever. I mean, I have one, one of my best friends in the whole wide world is married to a Russian guy. I mean, I can tell you 100% there is no way that he supports what's going on. Um, and, you know, he lives here in London and I saw someone else on Facebook saying, you know, don't misplace your anger here. You know, the 50, the 50 or 60-year-old grandma making your, and they mentioned some Russian treat that people eat. I'm sorry, I don't remember what it was, but just say it was borscht, you know, at the local Russian shop in, I don't know, in New York, say, a cosmopolitan city. The, the lady making your borscht um, is, doesn't necessarily support what's going on. It's probably the last thing she wants. So, you know, we have to be really, really careful that we don't um, that we don't uh, just buy into uh, becoming partisan and and hating and so on and you know I even have faltered with uh, putting up an I stand with Ukraine um, banner say because I actually stand with everybody who wants peace in this situation and of course I stand with all the people in Ukraine. But I, I also stand with all the Russians who are against this and who are horrified that this is being done in their name when it's the last thing they want. So, you know, they were just a couple of thoughts I wanted to give. And, you know, just to recap the astrology, let's remember that we are in a better place now. You know, let's be grateful for the fact that we are, the world is moving on from coronavirus, you know. I Like I said, I went away this weekend. There were like 10 of us or 15 of us, I think there were actually, in this beautiful house in the, in the English countryside near the sea. We all had a big party. I did drink a bit of tequila, which has knocked me out. Even two days later, I'm like, oh, my God. Um, you know, like amazing. A year ago we couldn't do that, you know. A year ago many children around the world couldn't go to school to get their proper education. Many young people couldn't go to university. They had to sit behind their computers learning online. I mean, oh, okay, you might say cry me a river, poor things, but, you know, if that's your view, well, that's your view. But I don't think it's normal that children, that, you know, 20-year-olds should have been out drinking tequila, not me, <laughs> should have been out having fun at uni. You know, people were literally, I've got I've got some friends, some really dear friends who um I've known for many years and I saw them a bit throughout the pandemic, you know, every time the um, lockdowns came off and they run a travel company and they suffered. It's been difficult because nobody was traveling. People have lost their jobs, their livelihoods, their partners, their friends, and we're moving through that. So we come back to saying let's focus on the positive. And especially now as we go through in the next 24 hours, we go through this Mars-Pluto conjunction. We have to stay positive and we have to be the light in the world. So try to focus on the positive and try to help friends focus on the positive. It doesn't mean you spiritually bypass. It doesn't mean you pretend everything's okay, but you hold your heart expecting and hoping for and standing for the best possible outcome um, in the situation. And just because, you know, let me just explain what the Mars-Pluto conjunction is and then I'm going to talk about the Sun-Jupiter conjunction as well. So Mars, I have to say, I'm terribly sorry, I have to say, is the god of war. 
okay, in astrology, Mars is the red planet and Mars symbolises war and bloodshed, you know. Mars is the planet of war. It's the planet of drive and determination. It's the planet that gets things done, um, but it's the planet of, of fighting, and, you know, wherever you have Mars in your chart, we all have Mars in our chart somewhere, that's how we fight. So, for example, I'll just use me as an example. I have Mars in Gemini. And uh, <laughs> as one of my first astrology teachers said to me, I will talk someone to death. I will fight to the death by talking. I will argue until I'm blue in the face and my, my adversary, my opponent is as well, and I can tell you that's absolutely true. Um, you know, wherever you have Mars is where you fight and how you fight. So, you know, if you've got Mars retrograde in Libra, for example, chances are you really can't stand conflict. You know, if you've got Mars in Aries, chances are you love a good argument. And uh, Mars is going to be meeting Pluto this week and it only happens every two years. Why does it only happen every two years? Well, for one thing, Pluto takes um, hundreds of years to go around the zodiac through all the 12 signs. Pluto is currently in Capricorn. Mars takes around two years to go around the zodiac. And uh, so right now um, Pluto is in the sign of Capricorn and has been for some time. And uh, so Mars is now also in Capricorn first time in two years and it's about to connect with Pluto. Now Pluto is uh, a modern planet so if you do traditional what's called traditional astrology then you actually wouldn't deal with uh, the outer planets, you wouldn't deal with um, Uranus and Neptune and Pluto, um, you don't you kind of don't they don't figure in your calculations but if, if you're a modern astrologer and I'm a modern astrologer and most astrologers are, a modern, astro are modern astrologers these days um, Pluto is the lord of the underworld and the planet of eruptions and uh, explosions and just things that shock you and rock you, really that rock you to the core. So, you know, like as I said, when I went to have a look at the astrology for what's going on right now, because in my head I was like, oh, we've had the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction, we've turned the corner, I'm starting to feel it, the world's getting better. We can all see our friends again. People can work again, you know, which you might think, oh, I don't want to work. But it's like, well, you know, people need to work to pay their bills so people can start to pay their bills again. Um, and then this comes. And I was like, oh, God, what is going on in the stars? This is kind of like did not see this coming. And uh, what's the astrology going on? And when I saw this Mars Pluto, I was like, oh, my God, it's not the best possible thing we could have. Last week was much better. And, of course, last week didn't – I mean, we've seen the Ukrainians standing up to the Russians, but it's still going on. So it's a big one. Mars, the planet of war and bloodshed, meeting Pluto, the planet of fury, for the first time in two years in the next 24 hours So, or in the, actually in the next 48 hours. So join with me and be positive and send love and send light and send money and just do what you can to be positive, you know. That's the number one thing that we can do. And, you know, there is a chance that Mars-Pluto could be what finishes 
um, the invasion. Um, it could be, you know, the god of war basically being exploded by Pluto. Let's, you know, let's hope so. But in the meantime, all we can do as the light workers is try and hold space for the talks between Putin and Zelensky to lead to a peaceful outcome, hold space for the Ukrainians to be helped by by the powers that be, by the world, by the planet, by the angels to have their to pray that they hear their spirit guides, and you know. I've just seen someone there saying, of course, Pluto's about um, rebirth. It is about rebirth as well. And maybe, you know, this is the invasion we had to have to help us all rebirth ourselves in terms of how we, what we think of this. Um, and I think it is closer to home. You know, someone said to me, well, it's very Europe-centric, you know, think about what's going on, as I mentioned, in Afghanistan and Somalia and God knows where else. And, you know, this is like on Europe's doorstep. So, oh, right, all the, you know, the Europeans are up in arms about it. But maybe it's going to help us in amazing ways and it's going to help us to have some kind of rebirth as we start to think about what is right and what is wrong. I don't know if you've seen that movie Avatar. Most people have, I suppose. It, you know, took the world by storm a few years ago and, and got the Academy Award for Best Picture the year it came out. And um, my son and husband have never understood why I didn't like it, why I didn't like that film. And I can tell you why I didn't like that film. Because it showed a vision of the future where humans were still effing fighting. It's like that vision broke my heart. Like what, we're going to go that far in the future where we can do things like have avatars and go to other planets and all this, and we're still fighting. You know, they had that horrible soldier guy in his, you know, the the big machine, which was like those toys that the kids used to play with. I can't remember what they're called now, Transformers, I think, in his big machine of war, just killing, killing, killing. And, you know, I mean, every time that we don't, every time that we learn a lesson, um, about war and we move further away from war, every time that happens, um, you know, the world is becoming a slightly better place. So just hold the vision that there is going to be some good coming out of this, uh, that there's going to be something positive coming out of this because it's not impossible. It's really not impossible. All right, so I'm just trying to work out the time here. Okay. I'll be back Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 
We are spiritual beings having a human experience. This is UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Find out what's happening in the skies. Welcome back to Astrology with Yasmin. Everybody, welcome back to the second half of Astrology with Yasmin. And uh, we've just—I just spent the first half of the hour. Just—I'm just going to recap for anyone who's joining. Just focus on positive, good things right now. Just focus on the positive. Try not to doom scroll and try to stay in a positive mindset. And that's all we can do. Um, Someone was saying to me, you know, what is the sun doing this week? And I mentioned, so Mars, uh, Pluto, which we have in the next 48 hours, is not what you want to see with the situation in Ukraine. However, a few days later, we get the sun, which is the spotlight of the zodiac, moving on to Jupiter, the planet of good luck, good luck, good things, happiness, good fortune, auspiciousness. Happens once a year. Um and it is what you want to see in a situation like this. So just hold space for things to work out well and try and think of this period possibly as a, as a time when we all say, you know, let's change the way we live as humans. You know, Mars, Pluto, Mars is the driver of the zodiac and as someone mentioned, you know, Pluto is the planet of rebirth. So let's all rebirth the race. All right, so what I want to do now is I want to move on from current affairs and I want to talk to you about oracle cards. As many of you know, I already have two decks of oracle cards. Um, the first is my Moonology oracle cards, which are the highest-selling oracle cards in the history of oracle cards, if you can believe that. It's just crazy and amazing and wonderful. And my next deck is called the Moonology Manifestation deck, which a lot of people um, have been saying to me on Facebook this morning that they really love those new cards, which are they're quite different. The, the first cards are more like traditional oracle cards, like you ask a question, you get an answer. And with the Moonology Manifestation cards, which came out last July, they're more um, about I want to manifest this, what do I need to do? And they give you you know, you can work with goddess energy, angel energy, um, crystals and uh, chakras and they sort of help you basically how to manifest stuff. Um, but now today I'm actually not going to be talking about my cards. I'm going to be talking about the cards of uh, someone who is really a friend of mine. Um, she's genuinely a heartfelt friend. She's also a colleague. Um, I met her through work. I met her because Hay House, she's another Hay House author. Hay House sent us away together to Mallorca about probably five, six years ago now. And honestly, my whole life changed. I'd, I'd gone, kind of gone into the spiritual closet. I hadn't even realised. And uh, she helped me get out of the spiritual closet. And uh, and also, you know, she's really helped me in other ways. Like I can't even think right now, but there are things that she said and done which have really woken me up. So I think of her, and her name is Rebecca Campbell. You will know her as the author of Light is the New, Black, Rise, Sister Rise and Letters. Um, I can't remember now if it's to or from a starseed. 
she, as I said, she's a wonderful person and she really is a friend, but she, and whether she knows it or not, she's really a teacher of mine as well. So she has a new deck of cards out, which I wanted to tell you about, the Rose Oracle. Um, I believe it's her third deck. And I wanted to use the deck. You can see there's a bit of plastic uh, hanging off it if you're watching on Facebook because um, I started to open it just because sometimes they can be a little bit hard to open, but I didn't open it fully. And I wanted to just talk to you about what you do when you get a new deck of cards, okay, and then we'll do a card for everybody who's watching. So the first thing, obviously, is take the plastic off. I just I didn't want to take the plastic off because uh, I wanted to do it for real so you could see and this is like a new deck of cards. And what you have to think about when you get a new deck of cards is They've just, they've been through a big journey to get to you. So they started in Rebecca's head. Uh, they also started in the, in the head of someone called Katie Louise, who's the artist that Becca's worked with on this deck of cards. It's a 44-card deck. And then they ended up in Hay House and they went to the computers and back and forth as, you know, Word documents and JPEG pictures and then eventually they got sent to the printers and then they got printed out probably somewhere in Asia where the printing is a little bit more cost effective and then they got shipped to various parts of the world. Some will have been shipped to the southern hemisphere, to Australia and they've been carried on probably onto boats and in containers and off boats and finally to the hay house warehouses or Dimmicks in Australia or Waterstones in England or uh, Barnes and Noble in America and then people take them out of the boxes and they get shunted in the back and then when it's time they get put on the shelves and then, you know, then you come along in the shop and you pick them up. So what I'm trying to say is they start off being handled by a lot, a lot of people. There is a lot of energy on anything that you buy, including Oracle cards. But what's important with Oracle cards, and of course also to Amazon all over the world. Um, so what you want to do when you first get your deck of cards is you want to start to shake out the energy of all the people that have touched them, uh, not because they're bad people, not because, you, you know, oh, I don't want their dirty energy. It's nothing like that. It's just because you want your energy on these cards because you want them to talk to you. So the first thing you do is you give them a good bang like that and just get rid of, for those of you who are listening can't see what I'm doing, I'm using my knuckles to wrap the book. In fact, I'm hurting my knuckles. You just want to wrap, get rid of all the energy, okay? And then just I would just hold them in my hands and say, I call on any unwanted negative energy or past programming to be cleared and cleansed from this deck of cards. And I ask that they be used for my highest good and the highest good of anyone I read for. Okay, so you just start off by doing that, setting the intention that they are clear of anyone else's energy. And the other thing, by the way, talking of wrapping things, if you want to, you can do that to your own deck of cards if you've already taken them out. Just give them a good wrap and brush the energy away every now and then, you know. Maybe you read them when you were really upset and you need to clear them out. So then what I do 
because I open them up. I open them up. And uh, oh, this is beautiful. It says, unlock the sacred mysteries of the rose. Take the, If they're from Hay House, they nearly always have a little band of paper that sort of keeps them together. So you take that off. And then what you do is you, um, is you go through every card one by one. Now, I'm not going to do it here because that would be too boring for you listening on Unity Online Radio or watching. But the idea is that you, for one thing, you touch every single card with your energy, okay? You touch every single card and you start to know the cards. You see the words on the cards. And this has two things. For one thing, what it does is it helps you to know or remember, because on some level you already know these cards because life is super mysterious. It helps you to know all the kind of what you could call options in the cards. So you know that you know that the return is in the cards or you know the reunion is in the cards or you know the rose garden is in the cards. So you kind of know, oh, that's a beautiful one, the rose of Venus. I think she's got the mandala there. You know what's in the cards and you know what the options are. So when you come to the cards and you ask a question of the cards, on some level, you know what you might get. You know, you know, you know what's in there. Therefore, your higher self is going to choose the right card. And then what I do, once I've actually touched every single card and looked at every single card, I actually did do that just then, is I give them a good shuffle. Um, you can, if you're listening on Unity Online Radio, that is the noise of me shuffling. I would shuffle them three times so they go out of order sort of back into the order they came to from the factory and then one more time out of order because you want to start to make them yours, you know. They start to work with you. You are basically tuning into your higher self when you use oracle cards and I believe you're manifesting when you use oracle cards because you manifest the card to appear that answers your question, all right. So, again, just hold them like you hold them to your heart. In fact, Rebecca's got a, um, a kind of a prayer that you can say, which uh, Mother Rose, who you who are present long before we and you who will continue after we're gone, bless this oracle and all who use it. So that's beautiful. So, you know, just I intend that I will use these cards to bring in love and light and truth in a way that is uplifting and useful to me and anyone I read for. Something like that. It doesn't matter. Basically, you just want to set the intention that the cards are going to be functioning for your highest good and the card, the, um, the, the anyone you read for with your new deck. So all that said, I'm going to take a card. What do we need to know? Everybody who's listening on the live and on the replay, what do we need to know? Let me go with this one. 
Oh, amazing. This really plays into something I've been thinking about and that involves you. It's actually the anointed, answer the call, leadership, empowerment, soul gifts. So if you were listening to the first half of the show, I was talking about the fact that we, we if you're watching this or if you're listening to this, chances are you are a light worker, you know, and it's important that you step up now and lead. And that means leading people towards the idea of love, even though what's going on in the world in Ukraine and even though what's going on in the world apart from Ukraine, other wars, famine, deprivation, underprivileged, you know, things that are just happening that you know, we need to work on as a, as a human race as we come out of the horrible two years of the, the difficult two years of the coronavirus. I mean, yeah, sure, it was great sitting on the couch watching Netflix for the first three months, but, you know, we need the world to be alive and functioning and we need to be trying to help everyone on the planet. And I've been feeling strongly, you know, this is a time for all the light workers out there to step up, step up and lead us as we move through this difficult period. So there we go. I just thought it was a good idea since I uh, was lucky enough to be sent a copy of this beautiful Rose Oracle from Rebecca Campbell. I thought it's a good opportunity to uh, show you how I recommend um, dealing with your cards when you get a new deck. You know, now these are my decks. When they when I when they came in the post in a box with a lovely some lovely rose oil and actually a card that Rebecca had picked for me which was very nice, um, you know they were kind of like they were kind of anybody's cards but now they're going to start to be my cards because I'm owning them. Um, so I wanted to show you that I wanted to show you that um, and I also wanted to do what I wanted to do as well is I want to do a reading for the week and then I'm going to talk to you about a little. I've got going for anybody who uh, is interested in astrology and wants to do more astrology. Oh, I've just seen there's a couple of people waiting on the line. You know what? I'm actually going to take a call and then um, and then I'll talk to you about. Uh, we'll do a reading for the week ahead and uh, and then we'll talk about um, if I had to find out what kind of astrologer you would make if you're interested. So hopefully I'm still connected to. Um, Unity Online Radio. And if I am, Louie, can we go to line one? Shelley. Oh. Hello. Shelley, Hello, Jasmine. How are you? I'm well. How about yourself? Oh, I'm very well, all things considered, even though I'm exhausted by my big weekend and obviously disturbed by what's going on in the world right now. Overall, I'd have to say I'm good. I'm good. good. So where are you, Shelley? I am in Nederland, Texas, the United States. Right, right. Okie dokie. All right, so Miss Shelley, I am casting your chart. Have you had your chart done before? Well, I've done my chart, yes. On, okay, so on you know you're, a, you're a, a triple Pisces with the sun and moon yeah. and Mercury in Pisces, actually quadruple because you've got Chiron as well. And uh, you are Scorpio rising with Mars on your ascendant. So you're probably uh, quite the firebrand, um, even <laughs> when you're Piscean. You're probably more fiery than the average Piscean. Um, yeah. yeah. So what would you like to know today, Madame? 
Really? I was just looking to see. I've got an upcoming birthday, and I was looking to see what the card says about my year upcoming. Going to be 55. All right. Well, one thing I haven't mentioned yet um, today while I've been rambling away is that uh, we're about to have a new moon, and it's actually going to be great for you. I don't know what changes you want to make in your world, Shelley, but you actually are going to have the new moon um, conjunct your moon and sun. So if you want to make changes in the coming 12 months, you have amazing astrology for doing that. Is that something you might like to do? Yes. <laughs> okay. What changes do you want to make? Well, I would like to start eating more healthy and kind of gotten a rut over the COVID of, you know, cooking a lot, but not necessarily cooking healthy foods. Everybody in my family seems to want comfort foods. And so I said, we've got to break away from that and get back into our healthy eating and walking and uh, just kind of get back into a regular groove. Okay. Well, that sounds very good because the new moon, uh, which is happening uh, on March the 2nd, just after the Mars-Pluto conjunction I was talking about, um it's a perfect perfect time for you to do that so shall i choose you i'm going to choose you a manifestation card a monology manifestation card for how to manifest um a new and improved healthier lifestyle okay great okay so i've got the card here so what does shelly need to know ah okay so you've actually got kind of a, a nice kind answer You've actually got the full moon in Sagittarius card, which says, see the bigger picture. So you know what that says to me, mm. Shelley? It says, no. yes, great, do your healthier eating, do your healthier lifestyle, lead your family towards that, but also see the bigger picture, which is you've got them through the pandemic. You know, you looked after them. Yeah, okay, maybe you've all eaten unhealthily and you've gained a few pounds, but you're all still here by the sounds of it. And, you know, yeah. be kind to yourself and think, okay, like, sure, I gained a few pandemic pounds, but at the end of the day, I was there for my family. My family is still safe. And now we can all work together to change our lifestyle. How does that Perfect. sound? Oh, that sounds great. Great. We've oh, become a lot closer through the pandemic and uh, I really have enjoyed spending the time with my family and everybody seems to be getting back to their lifestyle and their groove. And I'm, you know, a grandma and I keep one of my oh. grandsons two days a week, but I get to see the oh. other grandson oh, yeah. several days a week. Yeah. So, you know, everybody's getting back on with their lives and now it's time for me to lead them into everybody getting back into a groove yes that's perfect so you got your message from the universe thank you you're welcome Shelley in Texas have a lovely day all right you, let me just yes. see if I'll take another call here what about Louie if we go to line two and we speak to Cynthia hi I'm I'm hey, new to the yeah, show how are and I'm you? just loving everything you're saying, especially about the positive, uplifting <laughs> imagery. Yes, but we all so. have to do our part to try and keep, you know, keep people positive. And so interesting that card I got from Rebecca Campbell's new deck about, you know, stepping up and being a leader. Because the people who watch this or listen to this show, you know, you're all you are light workers and 
it is really important we all do that. So, um, Cynthia, I've actually, before I even know what your question is, I've drawn you a card. Do you want to tell us what's on your mind at the moment? Yes. Um, let's see. About my career, I feel I have, I have like, multi-talents and I'm highly intuitive and um, I'm trying to figure out in what order and what's next. Then I've also... Um, I've helped care give for my husband. He's doing better, but my dad's been going through brain cancer and I've been caregiving virtually with my siblings. And so I have all this passion, but then I'm also working through um, kind of some grief, but um, I'm working okay. on sharing let's just, let's a lot of my do, knowledge. Let's look at, let's look at the um, career because that's yeah. easier to do in a short amount of time on the radio. I agree. Which, <laughs> Which um, which city should I look at for connect Connecticut? Which what? Which city were you born in? Oh, Stamford, Connecticut. I live now in Arizona. That's okay, Stanford. All right, that's where the big university yeah. is. With an M. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, okay. So let's look at your chart. So you're a Leo, Virgo rising, and a Taurus moon. Uh, I'm just going to see what's going on in your chart right now. Uh, yeah, so, um, right. So a lot of what's going on in your chart right now is going to be about home and family. So even though I, I, I think your card is about your career, but um, you're, you also have the planet of chaos on your moon. So your home and family situation might be a bit up and down at the moment, like you said, with your dad and it's being a bit tricky. You just have to ride yeah. this out and you just have to live and let live and you have to let un events unfold to an extent, especially okay. when it comes to home and family unfold. and also friends. Um, just, just know that this is going to be an emotionally tumultuous time for you. But once you for get through it, the dust, <laughs> the dust will settle and it will be better. So you kind of just have to get through it. How many more months? <laughs> uh, not actually not that long. Let me just see if, if Uranus has done all its retrograding or not yet because it might retrograde back or it might not. Let me just see when it's going to retrograde. It's going to retrograde all the way back to your moon. I think you might have – no, you've been through the – most of it and you are literally let me tell you when you're going to be out of it oh my god you're literally oh my god it's so funny I, I don't know what it is about you know like how the universe lines up but it's actually would you believe it's ending today but you've had months today today oh, let me just see you. how many hours from now it's ending <laughs> how many hours? that's wonderful it's ending yeah. tonight um uh -huh. EST time, okay, you can do the translation. Okay. It's ending at, at, at pretty much 9 p.m. tonight. So Wonderful. So often people call me when they're about to come out of a bad time. Oh, so that's you get through beautiful. The, yeah, it's kind mm -hmm. of amazing. Um, okay. All right, so I've got your card and I've just noticed the time. I'm, I'm almost out of time for the, for the show actually. Okay. So okay, let me just quickly do try and see. Uh, I think I have I'm Gemini just... in my career. That's why I I've done stuff on TV, yeah, you do. acting, Gemini healthy food. Your, your, I'm your trying career. to figure out if I go toward a book next. Anyhow, I know we're running out of time, but yeah, no, but we're I really out of time. Um, yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. So your your career. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've got mm -hmm. your card. 
And your card is release your blocks. Okay, release, release your, blocks. your blocks. So what are your okay. blocks? What's blocking you, Cynthia? Um, just um, make, deciding. No, I've decided. Like I gave a healthy cooking show class on Zoom, and I got a you know, I'm working on a course on that. But then I also have this beautiful love story where I need um, to get an agent for the book, um, The Power of Prayer. So it's um, then I get a little overwhelmed. My health. I do extreme self care, but I guess. Yeah, I don't know. My blocks are what is the right path of, and then I have this activist heart that, you know, wants to do stuff of helping people who need good, clean, healthy food. And I do some of that volunteer, but I guess the block is that what order, <laughs> which one? Yeah. Okay. You know. Well, I can tell you there is no order because. When you, if you want to write a book, a book is going to take you a year probably at least yeah. and mm -hmm. um, you can do other things while you're writing the book. You know, you can continue That's to true. cook healthy yeah. food for people in the community. You can continue right. to do YouTube about healthy food or whatever you want to do. A I've book, done all you, that, yeah. For one thing, you can't really do it full time anyway because it would just blow your brain up. Um, it, it's a process. You have to write it. It takes ages, and you have right. to read it, and then you have to edit it. Then you yes, have to I know. usually rewrite it. And so, just mm -hmm. go have the book be the overarching background thing you're doing for the next year or so, and then do yeah. your other things while you're doing. You know, while you're going. Okay. How's yeah. that for a plan? My, so maybe that's that helped you release really some blocks about uh, about what you need to do. Um, and I'm financial. We are now That's out of time. We have 15 seconds okay. left, and then Louis is going to play that music. So I just want to say, <laughs> remember to everybody who's listening: be the light in the world, hold the light, and shine the light. If you're listening, that's a message for you. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org.